Hey friend, did I catch you in the kitchen this morning multitasking with your earbud in while you prep the turkey and trimmings for your Thanksgiving meal with your close family and friends? Good. This is the perfect day for setting other tasks aside that are often at the top of your list to prioritize relationships and to express gratitude to God and to those you love. But in the busyness of every day, juggling all your roles and responsibilities in both midlife and business, it's not always like that. See if you can relate to any of these. A college girl home on break approaches her mom in her office and asks if she can go for a walk. Not now, maybe when I finish this podcast episode, which ends up taking till dinner, missing the window of daylight and of one-on-one conversation. Or what about this? A text message flashes, flashes across a woman's phone saying, hey, haven't heard from you in a while. How are you? The woman glances at the message and turns her phone over, telling herself she'll respond when she has a free moment, which doesn't come till it's too late at night to text, missing the opportunity to share what's been going on and how she needs prayer. Or the hurting woman from church who's sitting in the parking lot and checks the time on her phone again because the gal who asked her to meet lost track of time and is running late because she was working on a project, which means that now they'll only have 30 minutes together, missing out on the deeper connection she truly desires and needs. It's true. Busyness affects more than just our relationship with God and our service and stewardship, like we addressed in the past two Thursday episodes. Busyness also affects our relationships with those we say matter, like family and friends, probably more than you know or want it to. So what's a busy woman to do when she's got so many tasks and people calling for her attention? Prioritize her time for who and what matters most and show gratitude with not just her words, but also her actions. Today, we're going to cover where family and friends fit into the three priority circles, how busyness gets in the way of these relationships, and the number one thing you can do to make time to connect even when life and business is busy. Are you ready to truly be grateful for those you love with me? Good. Let's dive in while the turkey is still roasting. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart. And a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on Him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community, oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years. And I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth 
along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar, because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Hey, speaking of relationships, I was just reflecting recently on how rich my connection has been with like-minded women I've never met in person, but connected with regularly online, especially those inside the Redeem Her Time community. That's not to say my in real life family and friends don't matter, but there's something about coming together with like-minded women who want to be faithful and fruitful in both life and business while navigating the challenges of midlife. And today, I've got a special invitation for you as my listeners to join us inside the Redeem Her Time community. Why? Because I'm so grateful for you. When you join the Redeem Her Time community, did I mention it's free? I am gifting you with a very special gift I usually only reserve for my coaching clients. It's the With God Life Vision Guide. Girl, if you ever feel like you're just living day to day or moment to moment with your head down because there's no time to look up, this is for you. Or if you're wanting to continue growing and going with God, this is for you too. Not only will you get a beautifully laid out and faith-centered guide that walks you through creating your With God vision for all eight areas of attention, faith walk, family, friendships, service and work, stewardship, wellness, passions, and dwelling, you'll also get a guided coaching video to walk you through that and an opportunity to share your vision or ask your questions inside the group and get my input. Yep, for free. And if that's not enough, as a member of our group, you'll get exclusive access to live coaching and support during the CEO's Don't Wait Till January 1st series coming on December 4th through 8th. Girl, if that isn't a welcome gift that should get you in the group, I don't know what is. And in case you're thinking, Lissa, this sounds great, but I don't really need another Facebook group in my life because I never go check the hundreds I've already joined. And if I do have intentions to do so, well, I get sidetracked and sucked in by all the other shiny objects on the platform. To which I say, no worries, because it's actually not on Facebook. I've intentionally built our community on another platform that you can access via an app on your phone or from your desktop. And that way, you'll have just one purpose coming in, to get value and encouragement, and maybe share some, and then go implement in your life. We're talking five minutes a day that can help you redeem hours of your day. So right now, before you start mashing those potatoes, head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash community, or click the link in the show notes and say hi, and post a picture of your pies if you'd like. Then go prioritize what you're called to do today, and pop back in the group tomorrow while you're standing in those Black Friday lines, or while you've got your phone in hand adding to cart online. All right, speaking of what you're called to in this season, life as a midlife woman in business is full of multiple callings related to the various roles that you play in relationship to others. Wanna see what I mean? If you're listening to this episode on the day it airs, Thanksgiving Day, at this very moment, you may be basting the turkey while directing your college-age kid to set the table and reminding your hubby to blow the leaves off the driveway before your parents and siblings arrive, while you test your, text your best friend how grateful you are for her and say a prayer for the neighbor who is struggling with a holiday because she's going through a difficult time. Did you count how many roles there were in that one sentence? Wife, mom, daughter, friend, neighbor, cook. And that's not including being a business owner, a leader, an advocate, a volunteer, just to name a few others. In fact, 
If you don't have your hands covered in flour right now from rolling out the crust for pumpkin pie, grab a piece of paper or your notes app and quick jot down all the roles you play in both life and business, asking this question. What is needful in light of all the ways I'm being called to be present in this time and in this place? Some of those callings are by choice because, well, you got married, you had kids, you started a business, you volunteered for the committee. But others may have been thrust upon you because someone got sick, a crisis came, an accident happened. In those cases, some of your other important things may need to take a back seat for a time. So, do you have that list in front of you? Now, let me ask, how do you feel looking at that list? A little stretched and a little stressed? As Gordon T. Smith says in Your Calling Here and Now, we all live our lives with multiple demands, requirements, and responsibilities, all of which we are trying to negotiate and balance. There's that word balance again. Remember, work-life balance does not mean equal time for all your roles, because that actually would make you out of balance. Balance is about ordering your priorities and giving them time and attention they need in this time, in this place, aka in this season. When you put your roles, responsibilities, and relationships in the right order, you'll feel grateful and gracious because what matters most, like family and friends, doesn't just get lip service with your words, but true service with your time. So this Thanksgiving, let's show you're truly grateful for those relationships, and not just on this day that's set apart for turkey and thanks, but in every season of the year, even the busy ones, especially the busy ones by prioritizing relationships within the three priority circles. So where do family and friends fit into those three priority circles we talked about last time when we talked about our business tasks? Well, let me do a quick review about the priority circles in case you weren't here. First of all, I want you to picture a set of three concentric circles. Each one is representing something important, some part of who you are and what you are called to be and do. The inner circle is the must-dos the non-negotiables, the important things, the ones that are urgent and essential. The middle circle are the will-dos. They are essential, but they're not as pressing. They will be needed at some point, but they don't have to happen right away. And the outer circle, well, those are the could-dos. Those things do matter, but only when there's time and only when the inner and middle circles are already done. So let's start with the inner circle. Again, those are the must-happens, the immediate needs, the can't-wait-till-tomorrow's. They get first order priority because they are what keep life's, keeps life going. They're essential to maintaining life or business or a relationship. So that question from the book you're calling here and now for, for Inner Circle is, in order to be faithful to who I am and what I must do, what needs to be tended or happening or scheduled today? And might I add who, not just what? Remember, this is not just what you want to do or feel like doing, but what has to be tended to. Right now, you might have kids home from college for break or a hubby home before leaving to row the ocean. Well, yours probably isn't about to row the ocean, but that's my example these days. So guess what? You'll have plenty of opportunities to work on your business launch project once they leave and the house is empty. So they go in your inner circle. Still got your paper with you? Wash the gravy off your hands and jot down what you think God has called you to give priority focus in your inner circle thinking about the who this time and not just the what. Okay, that middle circle. Those are those things that will happen. They need to happen at some point, but they can wait. And they've got second order of priority because, well, life goes on if they don't happen immediately. Now, that doesn't mean they matter less. 
but they're certainly not going to keep the roof on or demand immediate attention. But perhaps every day or most days, you are giving them attention. Maybe it's just in small increments, like 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour at a time. Here's the question from your calling here and now for the middle circle. In order for me to be faithful to who I am and what I must do, who or what needs to be tended or scheduled or happening alongside the items and relationships already listed in the inner circle. These are the things that you find a way even more often than not, even when life is busy. For example, maybe right now you're working full time to pay for your kid's college while growing your business on the side. You can't quit your day job or stay up all night and miss time with your hubby, but you can schedule a power hour each morning to send those emails, follow up with prospects, and invite others into your program. A little bit done consistently over time is going to build that momentum. And then we have the outer circle. Those are things that could happen that would be good to do, but it's okay if they don't. And they get that third order priority because they're only going to happen if there is time and if circles one and two are taken care of. So when your nest is empty again and your hubby's off at work or rowing the ocean like mine, and those top priority projects are taken care of, then you can organize your files, create a graphic, and clean up your inbox. The book You're Calling Here and Now goes further into those into six questions that you should ask to determine which roles and responsibilities and relationships fit where. I can't wait to dive into it as part of the Midlife Book Study inside the new Redeemed Midlife CEO program pre-launching next month. So stay tuned or go check out the Work With Me tab at redeemhertime.com for a sneak peek. But what happens when your dad falls, your friend gets a diagnosis, your brother's in an accident? These are all things that have recently happened in my life or in the lives of some women close to me. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, you willingly put outer circle, perhaps middle circle, and maybe even some inner circle things in the back burner for a time. So that way you can be present to these people that have more pressing needs. But for normal everyday life, where do these relationships go? Well, I want you to keep this image of the three circles in mind and think about where your loved ones are going to fall inside of there. The inner circle is the most intimate. Those are the people you must connect with on a regular basis. Inside your family, it's going to be your spouse, your kids, your grandkids, maybe your parents and in-laws. And it's, the friends will include those besties, whether they're just in life or whether they're business besties. The middle circle are close friends and family that you will connect with, but it doesn't have to happen right away all the time. In your family, that might be siblings, nieces and nephews, close family, aunts, uncles, cousins. And when it comes to friends, that might be your neighbors or church members or mastermind peers. And then in the outer circle, those are more of acquaintances. So that could be extended family or those distant friend acquaintances. Now, I know what you're thinking. Lissa, I can't put these relationships in a circle. Isn't that wrong? Well, here's what I want to say. It's okay to put family and friends in priority circles, and it's okay if not everyone goes in the inner one, because that is how you give priority to those who matter most and still have intention toward the others. Because here's the truth. Your time is not limitless, and you can't do everything for everyone all the time. More on those limitations on an upcoming podcast. So you have to put healthy boundaries in your relationships, just like your time. So that way, what truly matters or who truly matters is protected from all the other distractions and gets your best time and attention. Just look around your Thanksgiving table today. Who have you set a place for? Most likely it's your inner circle, 
but that doesn't mean that the middle and outer circle relationships don't matter. So more in a minute on how I intentionally connect with those in my life based on those levels so I don't drop the ball. But first, how does our busyness affect our family and friendships? Well, we can have great intentions, but let's be honest, life and business can get in the way. And then we miss out on the opportunity. We miss the memory. We miss the moment. Our full schedules can cause us to lose connection with those we are called to love because, well, we're more connected to less important things. Want a reality check? Look at your screen time number and ask, have you given your loved ones that much focused time today? Maybe it's not mindless scrolling that gets in your way, but what about when we add good things, but don't stop to consider how they affect our relationships with others? Maybe it's volunteering to be on another committee at church, starting another non-essential business project, spending hours learning a new skill. Those cost you time and energy and focus and time away and distracted focus from those you love. So you need to ask, is it worth the cost? Because sometimes a good thing can turn into a not so good thing for our relationships because it creates distance and causes us to be unavailable. But here's the truth. God designed us to be relational and in community because we need others. He put us in families and gifted us with friends so we can do life together. But when we focus more on our schedules than our relationships, We neglect those gifts and prioritize less important things above them, causing hurt or maybe irreparable damage. Now, this is not intended to be a guilt trip. So when you sit across from them at the Thanksgiving table when dinner's ready, you only feel a regret for how you failed. But I want this to be a wake-up call to us all, me included, that it's easy to let the busyness of life and business get in the way of who really matters. We've all heard this question before, but it begs asking again. What will you regret on your deathbed? Not organizing your desktop or launching that course on time? Or not spending quality time with your family and friends? True confession, there was a time when I was too busy for my family and I was neglecting my friends because of my business. Actually, it wasn't because of the business itself. It was because of my heart. It was my pride to be successful and to follow through on what I said I'd do even when it wasn't producing fruit. And that kept me hidden away in my office for way too many nights when the family was hanging out in the other room or with my laptop in front of me while we watched a family movie. So I could say I was having quote family time, but I wasn't fully present. They felt it. And so did I, my heart was disordered. And so were my priorities. I was putting things that mattered less in the spots where my family should have been. And I came across to others as never having time for them. But thankfully God didn't leave me there. He showed me the condition of my heart, offered grace and forgiveness, and showed me that by ordering my heart around him, how to prioritize my time and still do what he had called me to in my business and love others well. So I share this to encourage and challenge you that no matter where you are right now in your relationships, and also knowing that sometimes the holidays can be stressful, not because of your heart, but because of theirs. But remember, you and I are only responsible for our own. So if you've fallen into busyness and other things have been put in those places inside those circles where family and friends should be, take it to the Lord, ask for his forgiveness and grace, and then go to the ones you've neglected to humbly ask for their forgiveness. I know, hard words to say, but well worth the outcome. And if you feel like you've done a good job of keeping people and tasks in the right circles, ask the Lord to help you stay attentive to who and what he's called you to pour into in the right order within the priority circles. 
Speaking of talking to the Lord, I know you're getting hungry as you smell the turkey and sweet potatoes. So let me leave you with just one to do to make family and friendships a priority in every season. So that way you can get dinner on the table. Are you ready for it? Pray for them. And you'll find that praying for them leads to connecting with them and spending time together. About a year ago, I felt like I was dropping the ball on consistently praying for people I wanted to or said I would. So I downloaded about 10 prayer apps, tested them out, and settled on one called Prayer Mate. Once I committed to the app, I made a list of people I wanted to pray for on a regular basis, including family and friends across the table, across town, across the country, and across the ocean. Then I assigned each a number one, two, or three, based on which circle they fit in. And next, I put them into my PrayerMate app under the specific lists of my family, my friends, my church, and world missions. Next, I set the schedule for each one for how often I wanted them to be on my prayer list. My inner circle shows up daily, my middle circle shows up weekly, and my outer circle shows up monthly. And now, each morning during my morning refill block after time in the Word, I pull out my phone, open the prayer app, and pray for who is on the list for that day. And you know what else I do? I take a minute to write then and there to send a text, record a message, or set a reminder to connect with that person and let them know I'm praying for them. Just this week, I got messages from a few friends who've been going through tough times that they so appreciate me consistently reaching out and that I have been an anchor in their storm. Honestly, before, I would feel that tug to pray and support them for a little while, but then life would get in the way and I'd forget for a long time till something jogged my memory. And I don't know about you, but it's easy to fall into prayerlessness even for those you see on a regular basis. So pray for those you're called to love and serve in this time and in this place and see how keeping them top of heart also keeps them top of mind and in the right priority circle. I hope that multitasking by listening to this podcast while carving the turkey encouraged you to not only say that your family and friends matter, but to take the time and today and every day of the year to express your gratitude to them and to the Lord for them in your life. The key to consistently keeping relationships in the proper place for work-life balance is to identify who matters, what circle they go in, be aware when busyness creeps in, and have a plan to consistently follow through on connecting. So here is today's community question. How will you connect today or any day to let those you know that you love know that you're grateful for them? Before you sit down to dinner or after the dishes are done, I encourage you to pop inside the Redeem Her Time community at redeemhertime.com forward slash community and share with us. And we will help hold one another accountable. And if you're listening to this after Turkey Day, because, well, you went totally unplugged to connect with those you love, good for you. We'll be in the community waiting for you. Plus, because I'm so grateful for you as a listener being here, no matter what day you listen to this, when you join the free community, you get the free gift, the With God Life Vision Guide. Imagine ending this year grateful for what God is doing and what he will do in your life and business in the next year. So before we go, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for family and thank you for giving us the context of relationships to better understand your love and for calling us to love others. Thank you for the friends that you've put in our life as well. Forgive us for letting busyness get in the way of our top priorities of family and friends and give us the grace and humility to do things differently In situations where we can't change others or circumstances, fill us with your peace and your spirit to do our parts in our own hearts. And we are forever grateful for your invitation to be in relationship with you 
with a with God life for all eternity through the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. May we reflect that love with our family and friends. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.